to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick will be three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hey, girls. What? <laughs> hey, year in review. Hey, let's go. Okay, here we go. How could this show be, be bad? bad? H. <laughs> what? How bad? Cast at gmail.com. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> the cheerleaders have gone. <laughs> and, uh, fireworks sound. Fireworks sound. <laughs> hey, all you special people out there. <laughs> it's the How Could This Show Be Bad? Year in Review episode. Yeah. <laughs> Laser work sounds. <laughs> Laser works. <laughs> to bring you this special episode, I'd like to bring out your co-host and, of course, special host. But we'll get to him last because he's the most important. Please, welcome to the field. Wow. Steve Hibatanegro. I goobered up my pop screen with those laser work sounds. <laughs> Yay! S.M. Gross, gross, gross. What does the SM stand for? Steven Montenegro. <laughs> oh. It's you know, <laughs> usually cheerleaders... And please welcome <laughs> stupid co-host Dan Linden! H-E-L-L-O-L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R-S. I was, that was good, actually. Thank you very much. You know you didn't He's introduce... He's dumb! Okay. He's dumb! He's done! You know, you haven't introduced yourself yet like you normally do. Dan doesn't know who he's talking to, so let's bring in the host with the absolute finest bourbon <laughs> in all the land. He's bringing it with the around. Finest bourbon? Is that what you're saying? He's got a new product on the table for you. If you can mail him 25 Dollars every week for a year. <laughs> Wait a minute. Please welcome to the field your favorite. It's Mike. It's Mike. Linda. We, so, we can tell how popular her. We can tell how popular you were in high school based on your tenuous grasp of how cheerleading works. So wait. Hello, everybody. Hey. So does your is your bourbon business like a weird offline? Like Kickstarter slash like <laughs> NPR membership drive. <laughs> well, and, uh, at what point? Okay, uh, if I give you twenty five dollars a week, at what point do I actually get anything? <laughs> um, well, it's still in development, so I can't actually say for sure. Okay, like basically, we're just trying. Uh, also, I'm a little insulted because uh-huh. I actually, you know, make bourbon. 
or well, spice bourbon. I don't make it. I'm not in Kentucky. Yeah, you just spice it. You just sort of. You just sort of. Spice. You just sort of nab spicy bourbon. You just sort of nab my deal. You did kind of nab his deal, and you also did the worst Italian accent. What do you mean? This is spicy bourbon. Oh God! This is like a. It's like a rejected <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen screen test. Oh my god! Now I want. Okay, I want him to just get completely delusional and do a movie where he's just like some Swedish asshole, and everyone's just like, "You yeah. mean Bruno?" Well, but that wasn't. He's even... a German asshole. Yeah. yeah, but but I like the idea of like him making up. I don't know, like, because it seems like Sweden is like the last culture that you could create that sort of character yep. with. I yeah, would like the this... last culture that actually has you know an identity, right? They have furniture. That's it. Sure. And, uh, you know, rapes and stuff. Oh, God. Wait, there's a lot of Swedish rapes? Uh, the Julian Assange. Tattoo. Oh, well, wow. yeah, too. <laughs> yeah, see? We've, we've thought of several examples. I didn't hear yours. The uh, girl with the dragon tattoo. Stieg. Oh. Stieg Larsen. That's, but like those you, are fictional rapes. <laughs> yeah, but there's so many of them. I feel like they add up to a real one. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. And not to mention the fact that, like, I went in there expecting, like, this is going to be a girl kicking ass. And then it's just like, oh, oh, surprise rape. Oh, that wasn't the last one. No. Yeah. And by, by you know, by the fourth or fifth one, they're just not a surprise anymore. They they actually they actually put a digital clock countdown on the on the screen in the corner of the film. <laughs> oh, I thought, meant, right. the, I thought you meant in the novel. There was like a digital <laughs> clock attached to the book, and like as you as you, you turn, turn the pages, pages it's counting. Like, in, oh God! In five, four, three, two, one pages. Oh, oh no. you're speed reading. Yeah, wow, that's impressive. Well, I time condensed for you know the magic of uh, podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> So you're in review, huh? Hey, yeah, hey, it's almost 2013, but still 2012. It's our last show of the year, so we're going to talk about what we did before. Year in review. So Year in review. That, uh, how could the show be bad? Year in review. We could so easily rhyme 2012 with talk about ourselves. He's right, actually. Okay, fine. Um, that does bring me to an interesting point, though. Yeah. So I pulled together the production assistants and our research assistants. Oh. And had them... Barry, Terry, Jerry, Gary, and Larry. Yeah. yeah. And Ted. We had to... And Ted. Sadly, we had to fire Harry. Oh, oh no. He was an asshole. Um, uh, but That's no, right, Harry. So the research assistants pulled together some facts and figures about the this year and how bad wait, cast... Wait, wait, wait. Did you fire Harry on Christmas? <laughs> yes. Oh <Aww>, man, <laughs> he wasn't pulling his weight. That's just wrong. That's sad. Um, but the first, the uh, the first of the of these many facts and figures that I'll just sprinkle throughout the show. Sure. Um, like like the number of uh, broken legs that Harry has been dealing with, uh, that being two broken legs, or like well, the. But if you if you assume multiple fractures count multiple times and compound fractures count double, seventeen. Right. Wow. Well, I didn't so much fire him as I hit him with my car. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> and then he was costing the insurance too much, so we just had to let him go. Now I feel bad for calling him an asshole. Um. Well, he wasn't. Why do you think I hit him with my car? Well, geez. I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, but was this before or after you said I'm firing you on Christmas? While you're dealing with uh, the 
inexplicable case of black lung that you <laughs> that you contracted while working here. Well, have you seen the conditions that we make them work in? Like we do the show in a basement. I, I like to have they, a hands off. Uh, yeah, we do the show it. in a basement. They work in the sub basement. It's terrifying oh. down there. It's just a very large sump pump pit. Yeah. Um. Oh, sump pump pit. Yeah, that's, that's a tough thing to say. That's tough. Uh, but so they uh, they took a they took a listen back through the archives, sure. and they came up with this startling fact. Okay. Remember when Harry saved your life? <laughs> like he look, jumped look. in front of a of a gunman and took a bullet for you. It hit the Bible that he carries in his front <laughs> pocket at all times. It never even struck him. <laughs> he lost his faith that day. Mm. Well, his faith in God in the in the message in the Bible, but he developed a faith in always carrying several very thick Bibles with him. Yeah, they just mean nothing to him now. Yeah. Well, it's hard to read a Bible made entirely out of metal. It's true. The um, whole thing? Yeah, yeah they're they super thick. Yeah. How heavy would that be? He was more machine than man by oh, the end. It's very heavy. That's why his back has gotten so bad. Oh, right. And it may have contributed to the 17 leg fractures. <laughs> well, I would think if he had a bunch of metal Bibles on his person, like getting hit with your car would have been less uh, traumatic physically. No, he, because he no, fell backward. No, they crushed Bible, him. Bibles don't have a crumple zone. Oh, no, right. Yeah. So it was just internal bruising. Yeah, yeah. there was yeah. so much weight laying on wow, him. Yeah. Like in a like the Bibles added up to several hundred pounds in addition to the weight of my car. Right. Poor Harry. I know, poor Harry. Wow. He was a dick. <laughs> I guess that justifies it. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, but uh but listening back through the show, um, throughout the entire year. Uh huh. They they delivered this startling fact that Dan improvised or wrote an average of six point seven segment intro jingles per show. Oh wow! Including, I was drinking tea and I got couldn't point it at. Now it's time to learn some statistics about the show. Here we go. How could this show be bad? Uh, interestingly enough, he wrote that before, like months ago, before yeah. this segment. Well, started. I I take sort of a I take sort of a uh, who is the guy from the foundation that created like future math? Uh, Harry, Harry Selden. I take a Harry Selden approach. Wow, where I uh, you know I predict scenarios that could happen on the show, and then write like at least approximate outlines of jingles that I can throw in. Yeah, and the most prescient of which was, "Hey guys, guess what." Mitt Romney's going to win by a landslide, and the terrifying reign of Barack Hussein Obama will come to an end, and our socialist nightmare will be over. That was actually my favorite. That one was my favorite. I, I, I still find it weird that Hussein is the only part of Barack's name that Dan can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> like, you're like in a bad sketch with Chris Farley and George Went all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, those I shouldn't have said they were bad sketches. Those were pretty <laughs> great sketches, and they would have they would have only been they would have only been improved by by Dan showing up and repeatedly referring to Barack Hussein Obama <laughs> yeah. when he was just what like a law professor, if that. Yeah. He well, was a, you'd have to be some like you'd have to be some sort. I'm assuming that this is a. a Chicago double sketch. Right. And you're, you know, insanely. <laughs> no. it's, it was the Bears, by the way. What did I say? 
the Bulls. Oh, well, they say everything. You know, right. Mike Ditka, coach of the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> They'd mention the Bulls occasionally. Yeah, they mention them every once in a while. The point is, yes. you're very thin and they're very fat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that one guy would be there with them sometimes, and he wasn't huge. Which I assume guy? that guy was like, was like Minute Bull or something like that. So he was, you know, super tall, but very thin, just as contrast. I don't remember who the third person was. I don't either. Weren't there like four of them? Well, it, sometimes it'd be, I mean. Yeah, and why was, wait, was George Went ever in the cast of Saturday Night Live? No. He was, but he was in those sketches all the time, let's, right? Let's just, uh, let's just watch a clip real quick to, <laughs> to see who was there. Hey, I'm George Went playing a Chicago guy. I I am also George Went playing a Chicago guy. Hey, I'm Chris Farley playing a Chicago guy. See, we still only got two. Uh, I forgot that George Went played multiple characters. <laughs> it was weird. Sketches. But it was weird that he would always announce that like he was playing the character. That's probably why he was never a regular cast member. Probably. Yeah, they were like, was, they were his, like <laughs> his audition tape was just him saying who he was over like, and over. I'm sure it was just like, oh, listen, George, we really, everybody really likes the the Bears sketch, but you just you have to stop announcing who you are every time you come on camera. It's very distracting. <laughs> that was that, wow. Where'd we get that clip from? <laughs> The vaults. Yeah. When when George went and Lauren Michaels and Faye Lauren Michaels <laughs> appeared together on our show back in March. Yeah, that huge. Remember that, that huge get we had? We had that two hour interview with Lauren Michaels. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about Suck that. Suck on that, Mark Marin. <laughs> we got Michaels. <laughs> that was actually a clip from our popular segment <laughs> Suck on that, Mark Marin. Yeah. Right. Oh, we've. There's just been so many fun people that we've told to suck it <laughs> over the years. Really, Steven in particular. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's really, it's almost your catchphrase. We, yeah, yeah, we actually, uh, I, I actually put together a... Supercut? Uh, yeah, a supercut. Nice. Of my favorite instances throughout, oh, wow. throughout the last year. Should we, uh, should Let, we yeah, let's, uh, roll let's, that? Uh, roll, roll clip. Suck it, Phil Colas. 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 A suck it, Phil Colas. Okay, can, can we roll the clip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Up top. That was, that was fun. It was uh, audio magic there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <That was> nice. <laughs> Uh, uh, What's remarkable about it, though, listening back to the clip, is how well the show is engineered and that there is almost no deviation in the audio conditions under which all of those clips came. That's true. It's impressive. It's a remarkably engineered show. How are we not winning awards for this? Right? I don't know. Well, I mean, there was that one time that we invited the the awards uh, guild on. Yeah. The awards guild. Yeah. And, you know, I I think you might have been pretty rude to them. Suck it, Phil Colas! <laughs> hey, now that's not very nice at all. I mean, I, just because... You suck it too, Chris Farley playing <laughs> Chicago guy! Hey, I'm here as a representative of the podcast awards, and I don't appreciate your tone, sir. I came here because you guys submitted a tape. Wait, wait, wait. wait. And Are you secretly still alive? Wh- what? Suck it, Phil Colas! <laughs> Ah, oh, good times. Yeah, that yeah. Was... Wasn't that amazing that we exposed that Chris Farley's <laughs> been living in secret for years as some sort of podcast authority? 
Yeah, what a strange... What a weird choice, right? Yeah. To fake his own death so that he would be free to judge podcasts. <laughs> well, I, probably, I, assume he, I assume he faked his own death and was just relaxing for a while. And then he got that bug. And then he was like, he heard, like, you know, I don't know, Gervais' show or something. He was like, oh, this thing's going to blow up. I got to get in on this. I have to judge this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer interested in creating content. <laughs> just, just, just judging others. Just, just judging others. Throwaway content. <laughs> I no longer care about performance, which was the defining characteristic of really my life and my personality. Well, but it's a... It, it, it's a oft overlooked portion of uh, Chris Farley's backstory, in that, in that he was actually a uh, he had a PhD in literary criticism mm-hmm. from the Wharton School, mm-hmm. which oh, I believe the teaches School. economics. Um, well, that's why it was so impressive. <laughs> yeah, right? that's what I'm saying. He's, like, He's always been uh, going against the grain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even in his academic career. Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, though, he came on the show to clarify all that. Um, you know. While giving us awards. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically, I I convinced the folks at Wharton's to give me a literary crit degree just because I read so many books while I was over there. Wow. And, uh, you know, and then I just sort of parlayed that into what I consider a pretty apparent expertise on the medium of podcasting. And, you know, it's, it's interesting, uh, uh, Chris, to note that you know, you may actually be getting a little rusty from all the lack of performing. I think you, I think you became Canadian there for a moment, <laughs> and then right back to Chicago guy. Well, you know, it's it's very uh, it's very difficult to keep uh, perspective on your. You, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, what's this? What's this seam what? on? What's the seam under your neck? No, what, don't touch what, that. Sh- <laughs> what? Brian Stack. <laughs> wow. Oh, hey. Hi guys! Wow, <laughs> you got me. Oh, I uh, knew it was too good to be true to think Chris Farley was still alive, and, living in secret as a podcaster and how, guild award giver. And how weird is it that that Stack chose to use his uh, off time when Conan was off the air to just to just impersonate Chris Farley, making a bizarre career choice? <laughs> yeah, you have to wonder if this was just some like strange, like if this was years in the making like it'd been in the back of his head for years and then finally we had that break it was like now's my chance to pretend <laughs> to be chris farley pretending to be some sort of vaguely <laughs> canadian or <laughs> chicagoan yeah podcast man well, i think he got podcast s- man like it, it is more characteristic of brian stack uh, someone who I imagine no one knows who we're talking about. Yeah. To, uh, I certainly don't remember how he sounds or talks. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that everybody listening to the show knows who Brian Stack is. Oh, yeah. Uh, the China bots. Are keeping, yeah, the China bots. Keeping heavy tabs on it. <laughs> the Chinese love... Uh... <laughs> oh, no, Dan, are you okay? Uh, we... we... <laughs> We need, we need to we need to perform uh, medical procedures. Uh, let, let's take a little break and uh, be right back on. How oh, could the show be bad? Your interview. Boss hog. Boss hog. Boss Hog, come to save the town. I think he, I think he did the opposite of that a lot. 
Well, I mean, I think he was like one of those classic villains who like doesn't think he's evil. Yeah, he believed in what he was oh, doing. Yeah. That's true. So can we get back to the song <laughs> glorifying his activities? Yeah, it's it's weird that we're that this is what we're choosing to spend our break time on in between segments, but okay. <laughs> Boss Hog, come to save the town. Those rednecks are trying to keep the black man down. These Boss Hog, you've seen the top of their car. How could we root for them? It's clear Boss Hog is the good guy. Welcome back to How Could the Show Be Bad? Year in Review. Year in Review. Hotbackcast at gmail.com. What? <laughs> I'm off my game today. I guess so. Oh, we just heard one of our classic Classics. songs. I think if you go back to the fans yeah. and you say, what was one of your favorite musical moments of from, 2012? From June of 2012. Yeah. yeah. They will say, oh, the Boss Hog Breakdown. Yeah. Obviously. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I... Unfortunately, though, we tried to we tried to make it a recurring segment, mm. and there was just not that much interesting folklore surrounding Boss Hog. Yeah, that's like, true. Well, if you go back, segment, and... the second one worked okay. Yeah, three through seven Ooh, were bad. God. Oh yeah. God, we uh, picked it back up with eight when we just when we uh, started attributing uh, folklore involving anyone else named Boss to him as well. Yeah. <laughs> Boss Hog leads the group of musicians for four-hour concerts all about life in Jersey. Hey, Max Weinberg, why don't you keep drumming better? I'll smack you with the back of my head. I'm Boss Hog! Boss Hog! Yeah, I don't now. It that picked I th- back up there. I think that I don't know. I think that was, that, a, that was a return to form for us. Now, now that I'm listening to it again, like that one was pretty weak. Um, you think? Uh, so more facts and figures oh, from oh, the production goodies. assistant. Facts and figures coming from Stephen. No, no. <laughs> this isn't this isn't volume twelve. I'm trying to do a jingle about facts and figures. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, God. It turns out. Uh, turns out that uh, according to our research assistant who Jim. listened back to Jim, that's what we refer to collectively as our research assistant. Is all the Aries, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's easier. All the Aries collectively are Jim. You're oh. a wizard, Ari. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, God, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Remember how Harry had just found out he was a wizard and then Stephen just grabbed his new wand, broke it over his leg, and just threw it in his face? And then he lost an eye. Hey, hey, I almost burnt my hand pretty bad by the release of magical force that came from breaking that wand. It's not like I escaped unscathed, almost. Sure. Yeah, but I mean, most of the magical force just went straight into Harry's brain, burning the part of him that made him a wizard. Yeah, but now he has Hulk brain. Like, when he gets angry, (laughs) his brain gets giant and green and starts to seep out of his orify. That's like the leader. Well... You're welcome, Sahak. <laughs> <laughs> which brings me to uh, which brings me to our next fun fact. All right. right. According to Jim, 
Uh, mm. Dan made, over the course of the year, 723 comic book references that neither Mike nor, nor I understood. Wow. Hey. Just the ones we didn't understand, right. including this beauty of a clip. Uh, so, Moon Knight was actually, he's actually like a- Wasn't that a great clip? <laughs> Yeah, wow. Oh. That really uh really brought it home. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that it's I just had to say moon night and that was enough for you guys to just glaze over. <laughs> yeah, it was we were done. Yeah. Uh, I just glazed over again. Interestingly enough, uh as well, and th- like let's not make it seem like all of the failures of this show were Dan's fault. Yeah, please. Just I, most of I them. don't see why we wouldn't. Um hmm. Mike uh the the researchers tell me that you coined a startling 137 new expressions during the year. Wow. Including, eat a dick Gadsden purchase. That was a good one. That's why they call me the pony. Uh-huh. That one was weird. Nerd congratulations, Einstein. <laughs> that's, and, that's real. That's solid. I still use that one. And my favorite. That's the real nips. Undeniably yeah. my favorite. Absolutely. <laughs> That's wow. Yeah, I, I I can't believe I forgot I was trying to popularize that phrase. Yeah, I thought we were gonna like throw that on t shirts and thermoses and I mean Yeah, like uh, we tried to put it up we tried to put it up on like mugs on our cafe press site. Right. Yeah. But um like everything else on our cafe press site, it turns out we did not own the intellectual property. To what? We don't to own the, the intellectual phrase. property. To that's the real nips. Yeah, the research department tells me that the uh, that the intellectual property, uh, the copyright on the phrase "that's the real nips," mm, yeah. said with sass, right, uh, is actually owned by Gerald Ford. You're kidding? What? Former President Gerald Ford. Yeah. God damn it! It's been a rough year. What does he not have? Yeah. It's been a it's been a rough year for the legal department. Like yeah. we have, we have worked them damn near to the bone. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Uh, our our research guys. What's Jerry's last name? <gasps> uh, Gerald Ford is dead. <laughs> well, is, is he? he, or is he just another Chris Farley? <laughs> we don't, look. Look. It turns out. It turns out that I I did end up having to uh, lay off or fire a significant portion of the research department because several of them were secretly Brian Stack. <laughs> oh, man, he really gets around. Yeah, he yeah he is. It's really I mean I guess it's good then that Conan sort of like keeps him focused because it sounds like he's got like I think I think yeah we need so much nervous energy that he uh, goes on these insane quests. Yeah, I think we need uh we the world needs Conan yeah. to keep Brian Stack <laughs> from just like. Like, I think he would sink world governments. Probably, yeah. If given the opportunity. Yeah. Sink. Like, you know, destroy multiple world governments. Are there multiple, like, world governments? Governments throughout the world. (laughs) Jesus. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you weren't, like, dropping some information that, like, we shouldn't just float past. Right. Another, uh... Another interesting fact from the uh, show this year: we have now had a total of two conversations about Brian Stack. Oh, wow! <laughs> the one from the previous segment, and the one from this segment. So the so Jim is still working right now as we speak, and like texting. Oh yeah, you. this is in real time. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. oh okay. They, they're updating these as we go from the sub basement. Um, yeah, from the sub basement. Yeah. Uh, uh, including this and this one, I'm proud of. Uh, 
the they handed it to me. It says Stephen has now that's me. Has now hated nearly sixty four percent of the country by population. Hmm. Um. But here and here's the real news. I'm up to fifty point four percent by land mass. That's over half. <laughs> I broke the fifty percent mark. Wow. Wow. I don't remember you talking about that much land mass. Yeah, I feel like it's mostly like our urban centers. Yeah, well, like we got a like uh, I could certainly buy the population figure. Sure. Yeah, we got a we we snuck a lot of it. I stuck a lot of it in in those uh in the like three or four like Stephen hates every part of the country segments. Mm. Uh, do you do you remember? Fuck Alaska, and fuck all of you upper Midwest, and finally. Fuck the South. Hmm. Oh yeah, I guess I guess I can understand. I guess that. that counts. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it seems lazy. Actually, now that I look at it, that fifty point four percent figure seems low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, really. No kidding. I mean, Alaska alone is enormous. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that like half of America? Uh, half of yeah, the size of the rest of America. I mean, something like yeah. That. Pretty, yeah. It's pretty big. It's pretty big. It's very big. It's like our like. Uh, it's like somebody took Maine and yeah. flipped it around yeah. and then, like... Embiggened it with an embiggening ring? Like, filled it with, like, hostess cream or something. <laughs> so, Alaska Alaska is the cream-injected Maine of the United States of America. Yeah. Okay, no. I was going to do that quietly for professionalism's <laughs> sake, but... No. What? <laughs> well, it's like, you know, Maine, it's like... Got a New England uh, density sure. to it, sure. Whereas, like Alaska, it's all spread out with a bunch of you know white stuff in between. So Maine is like pound cake, and Alaska is like it's cream-filled like, sponge cake. Yeah. What happens when you blow up pound cake with cream? Right. It becomes sponge cake. Yeah, that's with no, cream inside. That's fact. Yeah. Ask yeah. Julia Child. <laughs> Ask. Yeah, you remember that one time we did ask Julia Child? Yeah, that was awesome. Let's roll the. Let's just roll the whole clip. Let's not even <laughs> cut it. Okay. Say, Julia Child, what do you get when you fill pound cake with cream? Oh well, it's just a sponge cake. Do 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 do. Wow. I, I had forgotten how strongly she just tagged that for herself. Well, she was just well, that's done her, being on how the she, show. Remember how she came on and she like she said that like this was fun because like she'd always dreamed of having like a laughing style variety program, but yeah. people kept pushing her into doing cooking segments. Yeah, it was <sighs> like at one point she just broke down. It's it's a yeah, shame. Was... It's a shame that her career didn't go in the direction that she wanted it to. Yeah, it is. It is too bad. Uh... But she's dead now. Let's move on. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was one of our classic black and white clips from before before the internet could handle color. Right. Yeah, uh, which we hadn't. Yeah, which we hadn't uh, converted to a uh, lossless format. Yeah. Uh, until this season, so we had to run it. You know, a couple decades after it. Yeah. Yeah. After we recorded it, we did like attempt to colorize it briefly, but it just. It just looks like garbage. Yeah, I mean, what's the point? Ted Turner gave us all the money, like to to get it done as just an experiment, and like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's it's not some of our proudest work, right? Well, I mean, mostly because you know we saved most of the money to just roll around in naked, right? Which was fun. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember? Like, there were a few. 
uh, good clips, though, that we attempted to colorize to make palatable for, for you know, uh, a modern, you know, a modern podcasting audience. Right. They were fun clips, but colorizing them just, like, kind of ruined it. Yeah. You remember the one with, uh, you remember the one with Teddy Roosevelt? Uh, I don't remember that one. Why don't we just roll that clip? Say, Teddy Roosevelt. What's your plan for the second half of your first term in office? Bullying other people. Eat it, Lady Gaga. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird clip. Look, it, it made, made so much sense in black and that's white. That's what I was going to say. It no. made so much more sense before we tried to color Once it. Once you colorize it, though, like, it just looked like it. you could tell, like, it just, I don't know, like, the artifice was so much more apparent. I, and I yeah. believe in the original black and white, white clip, he actually assailed and attacked Amelia Earhart. Yeah. Yeah, but if Updating you colorize it, Amelia Earhart, she looks she, exactly <laughs> like Lady Gaga. Yeah. Or at least we assume. No one's seen her in a while. Well, that's true. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Wait. <laughs> Is Amelia Earhart secretly Brian Stan? <laughs> uh, I'm told from the research department that is now three discussions of Brian Stan <laughs> okay, throughout the you. year. All right, yeah, we're, we're up, we're getting up there. We're making it. Oh man, when we when we hit that uh, top sweet number, spot. which is to be determined, That's sweet spot. Yeah, yeah. Then the ball drops, and it's the new year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and, that, that's how and, it works. <laughs> and Brian Stack shaped confetti falls from the sky. Oh God. Do you have any idea terrifying. how much of our annual budget I blew on the production of Brian Stack shaped confetti? Is each piece of confetti the size of a life size? No, 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 no. Sorry. It's confetti sized, oh, but okay. it's a tiny little. Look, I don't want to give it all away okay. before it will be magnificent. Okay. Well, all right, we trust you, sort of. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I spent one point two million dollars on it. Steven has, Steven's had some, you know, great ideas before on the history of this show. That's and true. They've always ended up kind of blowing up in our face. Hey, you guys! You yeah. guys! Yeah. yeah. Did you see this bike? Did you see this bike wheel? If I crank the thing and then the wheel turns, uh-huh. and then Dan turns into metal. What? That doesn't make sense. Oh, Dan! What? You're uh, you're turning uh, metallic. Uh, Oh no! I have lost the will to live. See, uh, and we were able to do that. Like for our listeners, that clip not reality. It's the magic of internet audio that allowed us to do that. Right? Dan right. didn't actually turn into metal. No, it was just a, for our radio play. Thing. But we did keep the. He did commit to being metallic for like. Five episodes after that, yeah. which and really remember, cut into his uh, jingle singing. Yeah, and you remember when he got super sick because all of the lead and the metallic paint and the metallic body paint that he was wearing? Oh, that was horrible. Yeah, that was bad. Like, thankfully though, like I had another one of my great ideas. Hey guys, guys, uh, check it out! If we just turn this fire hose on Dan, uh, the paint and his skin will come off. Dan. <laughs> Oh, uh, come on, Dan. Uh, Can't you pull out a fire hose jingle? Here's the hose. Here's the Well, all right. I think my best idea was just after that, though. Yeah? Hey! Hey, Mike! Let's just bury him alive and put him out of his damn misery. Get 
the shovel dig a hole. <laughs> it's burying Dan on how good to... Oh, yeah, all right. I can't bear to see him like this. Oh, that was rough. Yeah. That was a I, horrible idea. Normally, when you're putting someone out of their misery, you at least hold, like, a pillow over right. their face or something. Yeah. The fact that you guys are just like, oh, we'll just let him slowly like, suffocate a, through this paint. As a, you know, you know, as a, uh, for some reason, whenever I was having ideas, yeah. I turned into a, what, like, 1930s newspaper boy. It was weird. Um, it was bizarre how quickly you changed costume. 1930s newspaper boy Stephen was vindictive. Yes. Yeah. He was, was an ass. I, I mean, look, I understand. Left to his own devices on the street at the age of 11, mm. hoping to sell newspapers for six cents instead of a nickel so yeah. he could pocket that extra penny and maybe afford an apple this week. Right. Yeah, it was so specific. Remember when we found out that it was actually you being possessed by the spirit of a dead newsie and we had to get that guy to come in and exercise him from your body? The power of Christ compels you! The power of Christ compels you! Ah, no, 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 no. This is it! Top story! Eat a dick, old man! Oh. Oh, oh. Never have I heard such language! I'm leaving! <laughs> Wait, what? That's it? That was that was it. It worked out because it turns out both the spirit of the dead newsy yeah. and the uh, the priest yeah. secretly Brian Stack. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we're getting so close. That's so four. close to the new four. year. I'm hitting the sweet spot. Yeah, it, it is a shame that that exorcism didn't work out at all. That no. the priest pretty much ate <laughs> a dick. We didn't pay him. So yeah, I guess it wasn't even clear that it was a priest. Well, it was just sort of some dude that showed up. And I mean, he had a cross around his neck, yeah, and he was wearing some kind of robe, right? So we just assumed. I mean, it was like it was kind of a dirty robe that you might just take from a hotel. Yeah, and there was like a floral. Yeah, print it, was, on it looked like a bathrobe, yeah. but I, he had spray painted it. Black. Yeah, and like I don't know Not, much about like different denominations and their uh, you know yeah. vestments. Um. Yeah. It was like, look. I don't pay attention. I don't pay attention to like, what like Eastern Orthodox like priests or uh, what are those dudes? Um, what are they called? I don't know. Uh, Bishara. Protestants. Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't know much about nothing. Apparently, <laughs> I do have facts from the research department. Great. Woo! Just just in. Uh, apparently, throughout the. Uh, Apparently, throughout the course of this year on How Could the Show Be Bad, yeah. Mike claimed that a total of 61 states or other locales were, quote, for lovers, including <laughs> Fleischmann's Deli, The Groove in His Heart, and this gem. I mean, we might disagree about the particulars sure. of Delaware, but I think we can all agree that the lower tip of Delaware... Is for lovers. That's bullshit. What? You're bullshit. How dare you speak to me that way? I've never heard such language. I'm out of here. What? In defense of Mike in that clip, yeah, we weren't paying him. No, <laughs> I had spent all of the money on the stack confetti. <laughs> yeah, and this gigantic research department that yeah, we have. Yeah, I'm really surprised. Oddly enough, the lower tip of Delaware was paying me. Oh, oh, is that like? So yeah, I could come clean now. That was bullshit. So, I was just oh, wow. I was being paid by the tourism board. Aha! Um, just the lower tip too. <laughs> yeah. Well, well <laughs> I mean, the upper part of the tip. 
Like, they're notoriously stingy. Yeah. The lower tip, though, they know what's up. Yeah. Well, they... That's where all the feeling is. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thank thank God, though, at least one of our... That's why it's for lovers. Yeah. Right. Of course. Oh! (laughs) Cha-ching! I get it. Oh, you're still getting paid by them? Yeah, that's that is the one. <laughs> Even I, though I walked out on the one yeah, thing that I had to do I was before, say, like it seems like they'd be pissed if you the one spot they paid for. You're like, oh, never mind. Look, between you and me, they're lovers, not thinkers. Oh, they're uh, really bad with their money. So too busy just banging each other to like pay attention. Yeah, it's that is just one big fuck fest down there. Mm. That is the one attempt at advertising and product placement. Here's, that here's actually... what it sounds like when you approach uh, the southern tip of Delaware. Okay. Oh my god. Wait, what about when you're walking away from the southern tip of Delaware? <laughs> See, I enjoyed fucking you. Huh. Well, At least they're very about it. Yeah, they're, they're very polite and very earnest yeah. about oh, yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. It's oh. like it's 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 got that small town atmosphere, you know? Sure. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, it's bad. I feel like we've got we've had more success when we get like, you know, we get sponsors from like local just like yeah, small we, institutions. We have tried so many sponsorship deals yeah. that have just not worked out over the course of this year. No, yeah, just, that's true. They just always fall apart at the end. We had a we had a we had our guests trying to uh, we had our guests trying to read ads for us in the interstitials in the mm-hmm. hopes that like you know like radio stations where they get people to introduce the radio station yeah. mm. we just thought that it would you know give us a bit of a bump when the right. guests read the ads right right do you remember how terrible terrible Tom Waits was <laughs> the Tom Waitses that we had on the show <laughs> yeah that was uh, that was a rough one step step. Fristep kitty litter. Your cat smells like shit. Don't mean the apartment has to. That wasn't even the worst one. No, no. Any sized coffee is one dollar. Red McDonald's that participate in locations. Go down and feel the pain You're away right away at Burger King now. Who is this motherfucker? I am trying to sell McDonald's. <laughs> McDonald's doesn't have the guts to commit to their fast food structure. Fuck fast food Who coffee ass- Burger King. Who is this asshole? I was told that I would be the only. Hey, Ryan, someone. <laughs> you know, what Wendy's, the right? fuck? Someone, Who is that someone, someone would want to eat at Wendy's, right? Who the shit is this Tom Waits character? I am Tom Waits, and I'm here to say that I'm... Okay, so... Mike, fade down the clip. Fade down the clip. It was a disaster the first time. I thought that was the best part when the Tom Waits all started a rap group on the fly. But then he just threw up on himself. Yeah, that was... I felt like that was like his artistic, you know, that was like his, that's like dropping the mic. Yeah, that's, it, that's part of Tom Waits' Rapping chart. Tom Waits, that's dropping the mic. It's that's just, what makes Tom Waits a genius. <laughs> Best rapper alive. Do you remember when Tom Waits and Jay-Z came onto the show to fight over who was the best rapper alive? Oh, I'm actually, oh. 
No, uh, legal's telling me that we don't actually own re-airing rights to that clip. Mm. Oh, that's a that is a damn shame. That yeah. is a shame. Well, I guess we'll never we'll never hear that uh, incredibly authentic clip of Jay Z and Tom Waits uh, yelling at each other in rap battle style. Yeah, yeah. It's like the lost Jay Z and DMX rap battle that went on for like nine hours. Oh, that sounds. Is amazing. that a thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. There's like there's like five minutes of video of it, but it went on for like nine hours in like a pool hall in the Bronx or something like that. Wow, I'm shocked that they in both the like had... early nineties. I'm shocked that they both had like the attention span at the same time to get that done. I'm guessing they were both mostly both too chopped to move. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a. It's another one of my catchphrases that I was trying to get going. Too chopped to move? Yeah. Mm. No, I'm guessing. What? (laughs) Yep. Uh, Yep. More fun facts from the researchers. (laughs) More fun facts from the researchers. Here we go. Fun facts. Oh, this is is another interesting thing about... uh, about me from the show from the last year, I actually claimed in 13 different times that the previous phrase that I had just uttered would also be my last words on this planet. Oh, wow. Huh. That actually uh, explains a lot. Actually. I feel like sometimes you would come in with such weird curveballs that like weren't even didn't even pertain to the conversation. I think I just I, I wanted to get on record yeah. in case that they weren't actually my last words, but I was I was planning them out. Okay. Yeah. Um uh some of my favorites actually uh they uh they they cut together for me. Oh, another supercut from the Aries? Oh. Don't ever cancel Bob the Builder. Six separate Tyrannosaurus Rex. Suck it, Phil Collis. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't. I think that I think that at least one of those came before I'd seen Lincoln. <laughs> Did not accurately remember the uh, the phrase, and you could tell with the with the questioning tone that I delivered. Yeah, it like with. he didn't say yeah. that as much confidence as you usually do. He said, which... "Suck it, Phil Collis," instead of "Suck it, Abe Lincoln." Yeah, that's true. Damn because it. Trust those me. were best best last words in the history of America. Mm. John Wilkes Booth's "Suck It, Abe yeah. Lincoln." Yeah, and believe me, when you watch that movie, you will understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Wow. What a. It's sort of dick. a. The whole thing is sort of a love note to the South. Like just yeah. pointing out what an asshole Lincoln it's was. It's really weird. Like I didn't. You think Spielberg would? Uh, you didn't expect him to have that perspective on things. But I mean, it was very damning. Do we have a clip of the movie? Yeah, uh, we got it from we we got it from the studio. It's amazing we could get the rights to that. It's not our own, <laughs> not record. our own recording of Jay Z. <laughs> it's been a rough year for our legal department. <laughs> we'll roll the clip. Yeah. Uh, so essentially, what I'm saying is that I am the All Father of the United States of America, and I shall be bathed in liquid gold and become your god. And all will worship me until the planet is run red with the blood of my enemies. Your Holiness, your number one fan, John Wilkes Booth, is here. Oh, bring him in. (laughs) I really want to see him. He said he brought a present for me. (laughs) And then, like, they set up an awesome cliffhanger with that clip. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was intermission. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, the... The the end of that clip is just so much like cliffhanger and foreshadowing. Right. Um, 
like the movie cliffhanger? Yeah. Yes, actually. <laughs> Does Abraham Lincoln it's impale sort of like, John Wilkes well, Booth on a like hanging stalactite? They do it like the they do it like when Sherlock Holmes fights Moriarty on the Reichenbach Falls. It's like him they and both get impaled on the well, stalactite. Yeah, we have a we have a clip of we have a clip of the cliffhanger sequel with Lincoln too. Oh, okay. Yo, yo, you guys are dicks. Yo, out of my way. But I'm gonna climb to the top of the mountain, and then we'll get help, and then the South will rise to you, the top of the mountain. You dare again. try to overtake my lordship? Have at you, John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm impaled and falling. <laughs> Me oh. too. Oh. I'm John Lithgow and I'm still alive from the last movie. I win. <laughs> this is a, that was a weird message from Cliffhanger 2. <laughs> it really but it was, was. I was really impressed that Spielberg, like you could tell he was a fan of the original. The fact that he was like, hey guys. Look, it's your favorite part. It's your favorite character from the first movie, John Lithgow. Yeah, and and he coughed up the money to bring Stallone back mm-hmm. right. for a reasonable approximation thereof. Yeah, I mean, you could tell like it was probably just some guy in a bunch of makeup. With you know, it was like it was like Jar Jar Binks Wait. except St- Sly Stallone. It was probably Brian Stack. Yeah, yeah that's probably. what is that six? <laughs> oh, you know what six means? It's time for us to take another break. Oh, sweet. Uh... We'll probably hear another one of our another classic, classic moment, classic songs, uh, and uh, then we'll be right back on how could the show be bad. I've got to buy some sod to put over your grave. Oh, I'm a slave to the rhyming, two timing, lots of criming. Burger King, your way, my way, bitch. Top, top. Use a truck and use an old man. Can't rap like Jake because he's African. Ben Booth bitches and struggles since we began. Better roll your two recovery position so you don't choke on your vomit. You can choke on this dick. I'ma sue the show if they replay this clip. Sweet tea is available now. Fresh steps, kitty litter. I'm not better, punk. You got a super chunk of my foot in your butt with a big cut on your lip from a knife. <laughs> I'm playing a fife in the old army times. That's where I should live with my hat and my stick that I used to walk. Suck on my cock. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad? Oh, Oh, hearing that classic rap battle that we teased earlier. He actually... He actually used a rhyme to threaten to sue us. I know. <laughs> and yet we replayed it anyway. He was going to be another. It's going to be a rough 2013 for the legal department here. Yeah, and how really. could the show be bad? No kidding. Man, because. But it's not like we haven't been sued by people before. 
Yeah, I, but Jay Z's got Jay Z's got suing money. Litigious. That's true. Too litigious. Too quitigious. <laughs> See, and that's the kind of thing that he will just add on to the list of potential torts in any right. in any. Suit. But I mean, that's a good. That's actually a good uh, example. Like Hammer tried to sue us back in the day, and our legal team destroyed him financially. Yeah, yeah that's it was, true. But but think of how much more money we had back then too. Before uh, before we blew it all on race car beds. And oh, that's true. And oh God, do you remember when we first started this show? How how wealthy we were, what a different tone the whole thing had. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Welcome to How Could This Show Be Poor? How could it? How could it indeed? Indeed. Let's do a classic segment. Stephen uh, does insider trading. <laughs> Stephen makes money. Stephen <laughs> makes more. Stephen will make everyone else quite poor. <laughs> Stephen does insider training. Mm, 21 shares of Monocle Co., please. <laughs> I, have, I have an excellent tip. Wow. That was... What's weird is we were like... Way more popular back then. Like, I know. Yeah. Like, why were? I mean, I guess it's. I guess it's the same phenomenon of why people like rich ass rappers too. Sure. It's like they. Like I think a lot of kids listened to that show and they thought, "Hey, maybe I can be like them and right. I can get out of this upscale exurb." Right. And we were on syndicated radio. Yeah, back it was then. insane. Yeah, but the, but that was back when uh, Sirius and XM were two different companies, That's so true. there were more channels. Yeah, sure. there was a wider pool. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but I mean, there were good times. Do you have any idea how many top hats I destroyed just for the fun of it? How many? Does, there, does, oh, there, yeah, does, does Jim know? Let's check. Does the entity Jim remember? <laughs> the entity that is Jim. Wait, I don't know According why. According to the entity that is Jim. Ooh, I like that show. I don't, yeah. I don't know why I had to pull out my phone to pretend to read the answer. Listeners <laughs> 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 at home couldn't see me do that. Uh, behind uh, the curtain at the year end review. Uh, oh, they actually have a. Uh, they actually have a. Actually, I have a, a montage of me destroying supercuts. Oh, really? Yeah, we're calling them supercuts. Yeah. Um. Hey guys, do you like my new top hat? Punch through top hat! Oh no! Oh no! Hey guys, I'm gonna just set this top hat down to your piss on top hat. Oh god! Hey you guys, uh, a, a, a recently deceased relative just uh, rub hemorrhoid on top hat. Oh, I didn't even get to talk about the top hat before you ruined it, guys. I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna uh, put this top hat on my head and sack tap top hat. Now, you guys, uh, I was in a rush to get here. I have this antique museum top hat that I'm just going to rest. Fuck hole in top hat! <laughs> oh, no! Guys, I am I had to get out of the house in a hurry. I'm wearing nothing but top hats. <laughs> Bizarre electromagnetic field destruction of top hat! <laughs> God, maybe the race car beds weren't our yeah, downfall. Maybe it was the fact that, one, Mike and I apparently had way too many top hats in our lives. Yeah. Well, I mean, after I kept destroying them, I figured you would replace but them. But, like, 
I mean, in retrospect, like, why did I even have enough where I even could have the th- entertain the thought of wearing nothing but top hats? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that you had just, like, an emergency would, top hat wouldn't stock. You, wouldn't you really only need, like, two? Yeah, but I mean... One for your junk and one well, yeah, for your Yeah, you'd only need two, sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like, we were living in excess. I had three on each arm. Like, I just, like, <laughs> held them in different, you know, angles of the crooks of my elbows and, and stuff. And, I mean, when we... We introduced and then never used any of the footage on the show, the segment, Steven Berserker Barrages a Thousand Top Hats. Yeah. We did it like six times. Never, yeah. none of them ever made the cut. Well, I feel like, I don't know, maybe the, you know, there was just so much, uh, you know, like, I feel like once you started destroying the top hats, like, you'd get the fragments all over the place and they'd, like, affect the audio quality. That might have been it, actually. You like, all of, the, all of the microscopic reflective top hat particles yeah. in the air. Well, were... plus, by then, like, like, everyone could tell that you were, like, aware that destroying top hats was your thing. Yeah. Yeah, it like, had gotten really commercial. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was so gimmicky. Like, we were trying to print T-shirts that right. said, that just had a, a line for a blank that said, Top hat after the end and like a picture of my face. Yeah. yeah. That was like your most diva ish time. It was. it was like and I and why did I always wear stoles, stoles and boas during it? Like why did I always have like I had a like I would have a fur stole on yeah. and then I yeah. had to put on a boa over that? Yeah. yeah. It was like it was, a it was gross. It was a little much. It was gross. It was gross. Though the time the it did bring in some. Uh, it did bring in some, you know, good guest walk-ons. The time that Liza Minnelli came and helped me destroy top hats, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was that was great. Oh, we don't have audio of that. Oh no, I just had to fight it. <laughs> oh okay. Oh, I, I'm so happy to be here. I just wanted to say hi to you. Hey, Liza. Well, hi, Steven. I'm just so happy to come say to the Boas and Stoll party. I just decided to bring my own. I Machine gun top hat! Oh, my top hat! <laughs> hey, you guys. Uh, I've got this platter of top hats for Ms. some reason. Ms. Minnelli, uh, would you do the honors? Fireball top hat! Uh, today's... Top Hat Destruction Hour was brought to you by Stoles and Boas uh, from Discount Stolen Boa. This is Brian Stack! The world (laughs) government shall collapse under my power! (laughs) That's... That's seven, even though it was a re- it was a it was a recurrence right, right. from an old clip that maybe it I was think we need to count was... twice now. Yeah, so it's eight. Yeah, it's weird that Brian Stack was so dedicated to his Liza character, even when he was revealing himself. Yeah, well, I mean, I think he was like he figured he'd already committed to. Let's be honest, not a great Liza Finelli impersonation. <laughs> That he felt like he just had to like go for it. That's you true. Because if you would like, if you if you pull back the curtain, then you're admitting that it wasn't such a good, you know. Right. It was a better Liza Minnelli impression than when he came on the show and did his Jay Z impression to rap <laughs> battle multiple Tom Waitses. Oh, that was that was Brian Sack too. I forgot about that. Yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't get that uh, get to that. Does point. this count as a separate one? Yeah, I guess so. So we're up to nine. Oh, nice. Hey. Hitting that sweet spot. I know. If only, like, here's the problem. If only there was some way yeah. that a show, any type of show, really, 
could gain following fans, audience, market share by having Brian Stack just play a bunch of different characters. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. it's, it certainly hasn't helped us. It seems like it'd be a successful model. Like, you would, you would think, think so. yeah, but it's never ever worked. No. Well, uh, yes, I think uh, yes, host. Why well, uh, need to admit something to you guys? Well, oh, oh no! Uh, Wait, uh, is this an end of the year m- 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 milestone? This is, this is an end-of-the-year milestone. M- 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 milestone. This is going to be... like I see where this is going. I don't see that you could. Look, I'm not going to out you. I'm just going to let you come out on your own. Uh-huh. Let's, let's do this. M- 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 milestone. Uh, How bad? Catch a <laughs> You dick! <laughs> That's my bit! Uh, Falcon Punch Top Hat! Oh, damn it! <laughs> I was wearing my end-of-year top hat. Oh, you thought your top hat was safe. Uh, well, I thought it, it had the glittery 2013 on it, but I no know. longer. I know. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. You were trying to have a mama milestone. Oh, damn. I thought you guys had forgotten Maybe a mama mama Michael Stone. Hey! Oh! Best uh, moment of the year. I, I would also vote for that. That's two against none. It I, wins. You were saying, Mama, Mama, Michael? Damn it. I keep hoping that you guys forget. Like, I started but then this you, process. And then you I lost just, your nerve? Yeah. Mike, just, come on. No. This maybe, is, if uh, I, maybe if I just smash some top hats for old time's sake. <laughs> Would that make you feel better? <laughs> Look, uh, this top hat on my head. Uh, why don't you just smash it and see what happens? Hadouken top hat! <gasps> Yeah, you see, it was connected to a mic mask. What? You guys. Oh my God! You guys, I've been, I've been Brian Stack this whole time. <gasps> no! Happy New Year! Should, Should Brian Stack be forgot or never Stack. have his name be recognized at all? Oh, so how could this show be Brian Stack? For twenty all-golden signs. Tom Waits, you came back. McChickens are a dollar each. Every day that burns. Get the fuck out of here. I'm you get the fuck out. I'm trying to Burger King this joint like nobody's business. Fireball top hand. <laughs> Burger King mask. I'm the king and I just <laughs> stare at you. Oh, he looked into the dead eyes of that king and he knew that life was empty he took the old rusty straight razor in his pocket and he slit his old wrists so undeniably that is my favorite clip of the year when tom waits came to the show yeah to to perform a, a cast recording selection yes. from his own self-written <laughs> musical version of the first season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> wow. Happy New Year, everyone. And then we had him record that just in case we would need it in the future. <laughs> right. 
Ah, uh, that was a good. That was a good clip. Oh As, right, I forgot that you've been secretly <laughs> Brian Stack this whole time. <laughs> wow, this is blowing my mind a little bit. Uh, and I think I can say the minds of the listeners at home. Well, I gotta say, you guys, that it's been it's been my pleasure to host this show, uh, posing as well your brother, okay, Dan. Good. Uh, I was gonna ask that. Like, so Mike is real. Like, it hasn't been you this whole time. <laughs> well, meaning from from birth. No. Oh okay. no, I was busy, you know, building up my uh comedy career uh-huh. i i couldn't have i couldn't have been living with you for that long i guess He's... so like when mike went out to college that's when you started well it was it was really just the podcast mike oh mike is a glory hound but also very lazy that is true so he he hired me when uh you being brian beloved stack character actor brian stack you might remember me from such characters as the interrupter. <laughs> That's what people would remember yes, you from. Absolutely. That is absolutely what people would remember absolutely. you from. Oh, I promised myself I wouldn't wouldn't do that for anybody anymore, but I mean, especially since NBC owns that oh, shit. character actually. And they are almost as litigious as Jay-Z. Yeah, yeah. We could, we, I could have gotten this podcast in trouble. I'm sorry. I never should have revealed my subterfuge. No, I... So I, I guess... Are we just... Now that Mike's gone, are, yeah. do we just not have a... Is the show just done? I don't know. Mike was the host. I mean, you and I just sort of hang out here. Like, when we when we come back next year, will Mike be back? I don't know. What do we... All will be revealed! <laughs> well, I guess... Yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of came out because I'm starting to get tired of... Have you just been... Have you just been, like keeping him in a pit and rubbing lotion on him until his skin's loose enough that you could wear a, an entire Mike skin suit? Well, I mean, uh, I feel like the rubber mask was working out pretty well. Yeah, I mean, yeah I was... we, we hadn't noticed, but, <laughs> no. but did you feel authentic on the inside? Mm. You know, you guys, uh, I felt, I have to say, you don't understand true happiness until you are living... A Liam Neeson, Dark Man situation <laughs> yourself. Oh, so like when you go home at night, do you like do you like tuck your junk in between your legs so you're just like Mike? What meaning? You know, like in the movie Dark Man. <laughs> yeah, where Mike doesn't have any junk. Well, no, I've never. I'm a I'm a sketch. I'm a, I'm a sketch actor mostly. I don't really commit heavily to roles. <laughs> oh, I see. Mm, that's true. Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for revealing that you'd been on this show for at least a year and then just bad mouthing yourself. <laughs> that wasn't bad mouthing. It's just a different artistry than sure. general acting. Sure. Um, but I suppose we should, you know we should uh, wrap up sure. the show. Uh, I uh Brian what you you where did this white horse come from are you leaving us I am I it's time for me to but, travel off to the promised lands of comedy No Brian what <gasps> you've dinner been... theater <laughs> <laughs> Yes You're going to the Chan Brian It's time for me to ride off triumphantly to the Chan Hassan <laughs> with my brother Chris Farley Oh uh 
oh. who, is, who is waiting for me there with open arms. Wait, wait. Is the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater some sort of weird esoteric comedy Valhalla? It is. It's, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the rainbow bridge of our <laughs> comedy world. Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, so let me ask you one more question before you ride off on that horse. And it looks, it looks like it's raring to go. So I'll keep it, I'll keep it quick. But, Nay! Uh, uh, do you think that, do you think that anyone will understand all of the 1,000 layers to this reference by the time they hear it? No, there's not a, <laughs> there's not a chance that this was a good uh, bit to go out on. No one knows who I am. But I feel like... Wh- I feel like, Brian, if I may, that this is a perfect capper to a year where the audience probably has this reaction to most of the ends of our show. So why not go out with the most obscure, possibly dumbest bit we've ever done? And just, you know, maybe just one more time before before the year is all over. Mule kick horse's top hat! Ooh, my horse top hat mask popped off. It's me, Tom Waits. <laughs> oh, no, our... Our subterfuge is revealed even more. So am I the only person... The podcast horse has been Tom Waits the whole time. Am I the only person on this podcast that is actually my real self? No, I'm here. Yeah, what are you trying to say about... Dan, oh, yeah. Are you trying to say Dan was a horse the whole time? That that's, was the, that's, that's, that was Tom Waits the whole time? That's the impression I got. No, I was just, the, I was just behind the horse. The horse stood, was standing in front of me. Look, at least Watch I... Watch out, Tom Waits kicks like a motherfucker. At least... Oh, you know what? Easy, Tom Waits. Easy, you Tom know what? Waits. Fuck, fuck both of you. At least I have the courage to show up every other week on this show, use my real identity, and have a serious discussion. You guys have just been playing dress-up and make-believe all along. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. I'm just... Hey, oh, wait, hey, that's fair. Hey, hey, hey. Well, oh my God! It's a it's a New Year's wrap up miracle. The Hey O robot is back. Hey O, beloved character. <laughs> hey O robot. Hey O, Hey O robot, come to the chair. Wait, is this Tom Waits? Yes, and chicken. Yes, Available. that is what that is what we've been here the whole time for. We've just been so, wait, waiting to recruit the Heyo robot to his rightful place as the Tom Waits horse. Tom Waits and I, Brian Stack, yes. acting as the comedy Valkyries <laughs> to bring the Heyo robot to the halls oh. of Valhalla. And this concludes another successful year. <laughs> Do would you? Let's go, Heyo Robot. Wait. What? You... I'm going to ride off into the sunset with the Heyo Robot. Oh, uh, Heyo Robot. Away. Goodbye, Brian Stack. Goodbye. Goodbye, podcasters. To the Valhalla Chan Hassan Theater. And to all a good night. And that concludes 2012. This is the best year ever. Hey, you guys. Ah! Uh, 
I just got I just got paged by Brian Stack. Uh, wow, said he 20, finally twenty twelve was over. The show is over for twenty twelve. Yeah. Just take us out. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, hey, you can. You I know. mean, welcome back. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Whatever. I like Brian. Oh man, I just showed up in my. I assumed he'd be starving you. You gained like ninety pounds. Yeah. Well, it, you look terrible. Was, does Tom Waits just keep giving you Burger King and McDonald's? You, yeah, that's pretty you, much what it's been. You've clearly just been cutting your own hair. Looks awful. Yeah. I thought it looked pretty good. <laughs> well, yeah. Got this gold sparkly top hat. Sure. Cover up part of it. Uh. So you guys, you can email us. Ass <laughs> <laughs> smash gold sparkly top hat. Ugh. That's the worst kind of smash. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Howbadcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, my God. At Howbadcast is Stephen Montenegro. uh, At Dan underscore Linden is where you can follow Dan. I'm at Mike S. Linden uh, taking my Twitter Back from Brian Stack, which has been who's been running it all this time. Well, that's why it's been so weak over the last year. Oh, oh. <laughs> I actually have. I actually have a show to promote. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm m- glad. M- 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 milestone. Yeah, I'm glad that we had that ridiculous bit drawn out for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will draw him in. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can see me, Steven Montenegro. Huh? Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. Big Tom Waits ran away. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, in, 20, in 2013. Yeah. Yes. On Sundays, January 13th, 20th, and 27th at the Bryant Lake Bowl Ooh. for an as-yet-untitled sketch show Ooh. Um, that I will have something to do with, though I'm not entirely certain what yet. <laughs> um, and I believe that the idea is to uh, uh, write, rehearse, and perform a sketch show entirely within the day. Oh. I believe that that is the idea, and I am fairly certain I will have something to do with it. Sure. Wow. I will either write it, be in it, or both. I see. Very specific promoting. Yep. Look, people want to support me. That's true. <laughs> if there's anything we've shown if, in this last year of this show, it's yeah. that everyone if, is looking to support. If there's anything that can be f- inferred by my sevens of Twitter followers. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, oh. Yeah. There will be one final... Performance by me in my ongoing journey of Improvagogo at it's Huge final, Theater. Yet ongoing. Well, I mean, it will be the last one of this like surprisingly consistent string for the uh, last month and a half. Gotcha. On January thirteenth, it'll be the group very popular with friend of the show Joe Halverson, friend of the show Aaron Shepard, and non-friend of the show <laughs> Michael Dalaval and me. I'll be there too. Hooray! You can decide what relationship I have to the show. Enemy of the show. Huge Theater, 8 o'clock. Pay what you like. Sunday, January 13th. 31st in Lindale. <laughs> Uptown. Minneapolis, Minnesota. 2013. <laughs> are, we, are we through that one? I think so. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, Happy also- New Year! <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? I was going to just promote that you can get a 
coffee penny size for a dollar at McDonald's. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not a McDonald's chill? That's Tom, Tom Waits. Waits. Tom Waits left. I took over. Yeah. Uh... You can, of course, always see me at Galactic oh, Pizza Comedy Open Mic. Let's, let's drag this Every show Thursday out Every Thursday at 10.30 is half an hour into it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect way to end the year. Another complete <laughs> failure to plug your own shit. I thought it was I thought it was Brian Stack's failure to plug your shit. <laughs> yeah, right. who knew? Turns out it's actually you all along. It was just Brian being a method actor. Yeah. yeah. That dude is method. Every Thursday totally. at 10 o'clock, sign up at 9.30. Yes. Galactic Pizza. Galactic Pizza. Thursdays. Uh, very close to huge. If you're huge, just start doing like a nautical spiral. Eventually, you'll hit. Why don't you just pizza. take a <laughs> take a right and walk a block and a half, and like a normal person? <laughs> that works too. Okay. All right. We have to end this oh show. Oh my god. Um, oh, do we have to? Aww. This it was it was going so it was just ramping up. <laughs> I'm sorry that the second my hosting takes any turn whatsoever none of you can step up to the plate <laughs> yes that's the problem let's go out of the show <laughs> okay with uh triple tom waits uh singing a dual uh trilling is there a word for a th- mexican standoff uh-huh. in their various plugs in song form. Okay. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everyone.